This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit This time of year can be so challenging when it comes to moving in a healthier direction. And that's what I want to talk with you about today. I'm going to share one of my prior episodes from months and months and months and months back, which is designed to help you get the most out of and the healthiest you out of events that involve family, friends, and food. It can be such a challenge. And the thing that I think we're fighting against the most is the eh, whatever mindset. This, I don't want to be controlled. I don't want to try to make good decisions. I just want to have fun. I want to do whatever I want. I don't want to feel regret. I don't want to feel guilty. Let me be. Let me do what I want. What ends up happening down the line is we feel regret. We feel guilty at some point. And we feel like, oh, I'm in a mess. I've got to get myself out of this. I'm going to get back on track. The idea is to continue to stay in the normal mindset of doing what is healthy for us. So I wanted to share this episode with you because within it, you're going to find some kind of more tips and tricks, hacks, things that you can do to support yourself and making healthier decisions when you're in those types of situations. And you're also going to learn some mindset shifts that are going to support you to end up knowing that you are in a healthier place right away. And before we dig into this, before I share with you that, that clip from that episode, there's kind of two two schools of thought. And I think they both can be healthy. One is it's not the eh, whatever. It's just simply saying, I am going to savor this. I'm going to enjoy this. Because I honestly believe that one day, one meal is not going to make or break anything, right? If you eat one salad, no big deal. If you have um, a whole entire pie, <laughs> it's, not, it's not maybe going to make you feel the best. But down the line, tomorrow, it's not going to necessarily impact your health all that much. It's what we're doing on a consistent basis. So I think that's one angle is just to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy this. I'm going to keep it in its place. I'm going to savor what I have and I'm going to go back to normal afterward. And then the other side is kind of saying, hey, I, I am maybe am not there yet. Going back to normal might not be possible for me if I have that type of mindset. And so I'm going to go into this with a, a little bit more care, a little bit more intention. I'm going to try some things and see how they work. I'm going to share both of those mindsets with you in the clip to come, but I want to present those to you and have you listen specifically for those two different sort of approaches. 
to these situations because we all want to continue to move in a healthier direction. We want to feel healthier. We want to be healthier in the next six weeks and not just start again in January. We want to keep moving in a healthier direction each and every day. And that is very much possible in the next six weeks, as much as it is in January and in any time of the year. As you listen, if you find something that you really like, something that resonates for you or something that you really think is going to make a difference for you, I'd love it so much if you would just take 30 seconds and share that with me on social media at Nate Slager so that I can continue to support you right there. Here's my episode on food, family, fun, and fitness from this same time of year last year. Please enjoy. You get invited to a gathering of family and friends, and there's tons of delicious food. What are you going to do? The reason that this comes up for me is that this time of year, I look at the, the social media feed um, my social media feed, and and um, I'm following and connected with a lot of other fitness and wellness professionals. And so I'm noticing that so much of what's being communicated has to do with tips and tricks and hacks and ways to make sure that, for lack of a better word, to make sure that you don't mess up when you're trying to have fun with family and friends and food or trying to have fun with family and friends and there's food present, right? And the message that's inadvertently being communicated and and I used to communicate it myself as I worked with clients and coached them with health and fitness. The, the message that's being communicated is don't mess up. Be careful. Don't lose everything you've worked hard to accomplish throughout the year. But really, if we understand what deep health is all about, what whole deep health is all about, really our message should change. After all, when we focus attention on what we should not be doing, we seem to have a way of going right down that path anyway, especially when we get caught up in the excitement of the moment. You're kind of like a little boy when his parents tell him that he shouldn't get his new clothes dirty. All right, we just dressed you up in in your brand new uh, beautiful clothes. Now don't get them dirty. You know what's going to happen. He's going to go outside and within probably just a few minutes, he's going to have a grass stain or he's going to come back inside muddy from head to toe. Well, that's what can happen when we are so hyper-focused on not messing up or (laughs) we um, have this game plan of of just make sure you don't act like a pig at the the gathering, Um, right? Like we could be so hard on ourselves beforehand and then we go through the process of getting distracted, getting caught up in the moment, getting excited. Um, We forget about that game plan. And we may have some regrets. But what's 
the answer? What's the solution to that problem? I'll give you two, two things together that work to be the solution to the problem. First of all, have fun. Celebrate food when you have the opportunity to do it. Food is a miracle. Food is awesome. Food um, fuels our body. It helps our cells to be healthy. It can help us to be our best selves. And it is so delicious, isn't it? The varieties, the way it looks, the way it smells. Food is amazing. And so it should be celebrated. It shouldn't be something that we are afraid of. Oh no, I'm going to be surrounded by delicious food. What am I going to do? Uh, Let's have some fun once in a while. The reality is, and you know this, that one salad is not going to transform you or me into a healthy person, right? Just one meal isn't going to make us um, lose body fat and and become healthier versions of ourselves. At the same time, one fun meal isn't going to hurt us either. It's not going to transform us into someone on the other end of the spectrum from, from healthy and fit. But... Having some fun once in a while, having some delicious food, food you really like, that you don't have to worry, you know, how many calories are in this? Uh, what's the what's the fat content of this dessert? Having some fun once in a while is part of being healthy. But I'll add one more important key that will ensure that the next time you're in that situation with lots of food and family and friends that you actually do have fun and you make good memories with the people that are around you and with even the food that might be present in that situation. This is not going to be a message of like, you know, those little tips and tricks, those survival hacks of like drink a big glass of water before you eat, fill up on vegetables first, or, you know, skip the gravy and dessert because none of us wants to do those things, right? When we're with our family and friends, we want to have a good time. We want to have good food. We want to have fun. But at the same time, I'm sure you're a lot like me. And you find that one of the biggest fun killers is looking back with regret on a situation that could have been really positive if we had just been a little bit more careful. So uh, where's the balance? You know, those moments when when we throw caution to the wind and we try to ignore the consequences, it, it's still really hard to truly have fun. Isn't there always that part of you that knows the truth that, hey, there's going to be consequences for this behavior? And of course, it could be easy to, to, to feel that way when we're surrounded by really good food, right? Um <clears throat> we could just say like, oh, whatever, you know, like, let's dive in, like, I'll worry about tomorrow. And that might be, might be kind of fun at first. It might feel like fun at first, but um, I'm reminded of a situation that happened with our little dog, Jack, um, when he was a puppy. He was about four months old. He um, loved food like puppies do. And 
he was over at my mother and father-in-law's house and they have a, a dog, an English lab, and the their dog has his food in a five-gallon bucket in the pantry. And the, the door of the pantry is usually closed, but the day that Jack was over there, it was open. And that bucket of food was also open. And you can imagine what what he did. Actually, both dogs, they weren't being watched and they went for it. Like they just buried their heads, both of them together in that bucket. And they just ate and they ate and they ate, of course, their dogs. So they have no um, consciousness at all about the consequences of what they're doing. And I want to tell you, um, our little guy was miserable because he acted in that way. He was really sick. His little belly was loaded, and we had to take him to the veterinary emergency room that evening. He was super uncomfortable. It was really sad to see my wife and I. Our hearts were just like breaking for that little guy. Of course, it was nobody's fault. Um, it just happened, and he's okay. Like, you should know that, like, he didn't have to stay overnight or anything, like, everything went fine. He didn't eat for, like, a whole day, like, 24 hours before he could eat again. But uh, the moral of that story is this. You don't want to be anything close to the human version of uh, what our little puppy Jack went through that day. Of just, like, throwing caution to the wind, like, forget about the consequences, let's jump in. Again, is that really fun? Of course not, because we know that there's going to be consequences, right? We want to enjoy ourselves. We want to enjoy good food. We want to enjoy good friends and family without having negative consequences like that. So in addition to just having fun when you have the opportunity, there's one other powerful element that I promise is going to help you with your health and fitness goals. It's going to allow you to have fun and really enjoy the experience. Here it is. The number one key to having fun with food, family, and friends is slow down. That's it. Just slow down. I want to share with you a few of the reasons why slowing down is going to help you to celebrate food to the full and really actually have more fun. Slowing down, especially when it comes to eating, is going to support you in not having regrets. No regrets of overeating, no regrets of feeling uncomfortable because of how much food you gulped down. Instead, slowing down helps you to savor the foods that you're eating, to actually enjoy them to the full, to not miss out on how delicious they really are, and to not miss out on how fun food really is. And of course, when, when we slow down, we have the opportunity to get fully involved in the conversations, to connect with the people around us, to be in the moment of what's happening when it comes to the things that are most important in that moment. And of course, it's the family. It's the friends, right? It's the people. 
and not the food. But the food is fun, right? That's why we're here. And then finally, slowing down helps you to properly digest the food you've eaten. And when we slow down, when we savor the food, it allows us to benefit from the cascade of hormones that um, are already part of the digestive process that, um, for example, tell us when we're feeling satisfied as we get to the full end of the spectrum. Hunger at one end, full at the other end. So we have hormones that tell us signals that get sent from what's happening in our GI tract up to our brain to help us understand when we should stop eating, when it would be healthy for us to stop. And when we slow down, we allow those processes to um, have the, the powerful influence that they should have, rather than just gulping down food um, and uh, all the, the timing of all those hormones gets all out of whack because we didn't take our time. And slow down, slowing down really is good for our digestive health. So what should you do? What does slowing down look like? Well, here are some ways that slowing down might appear for you the next time that you get invited to a gathering with family, friends, and fun food. Before mealtime, it might look like you just standing back away from the table or the kitchen or wherever the food is, standing back and engaging in conversations with the people that are farthest away from the food. It might look like being one of the last ones to go through the buffet line or one of the last ones to sit down at the table and maybe even one of the last ones to start eating because it makes sense often the ones who start eating first are the ones who eat the most right so being one of the last ones to start eating will help you to slow down taking small servings of each of the foods you really want to try maybe using a smaller plate if one's available to you smaller utensils if they're available that'll help you slow down but just taking small servings maybe just one serving spoon full of each of the foods that you want to try rather than dipping that spoon into uh, the serving dish multiple times and emptying it out onto your plate. Just taking small servings of the foods you want to try. It might look like before you even taste the food that then is on your plate that you just take a moment to savor the sight of the delicious food, smell the food that you're about to sample, that's also a really good time to just, just enjoy a private moment of gratitude. When that food's on your plate, that steaming food is ready to be eaten, just pause for a moment. And it's okay. Feel, you know, the sensations that are happening in your mouth, in your, you know, in your torso as the, the food is about to be eaten. Things start happening. Digestion starts happening at that point, even before you've tasted the food. 
Slowing down might also look like chewing the food completely before you swallow. Slowing down might also look like taking a break in between bites, maybe taking a drink of water, setting your fork or your spoon down, maybe taking a deep breath in between bites, just doing something naturally that that will help you to just take a little break in between bites. Slowing down might also sound like you expressing appreciation and telling the host or the cook what you enjoy most about the foods that they've prepared. So it takes um, a little bit of uh, intention on your part to take note of what you appreciate about which of the foods and then to speak up and let them know. They'll appreciate that you did that. That'll make a big difference to them after they've put all that work into it. Slowing down might also look like you taking note of the pace of the other people in the group, uh, the pace at which they're eating, that is. And then noticing who's the slowest in the group. Pick out one of the slower people and you could even match their pace. You know, they're doing fine. Just slow down and try to see who can eat the slowest between you and the slowest person in the group. Kind of a fun little game that you can play while still being engaged in the conversation and enjoying the moment. And it might also mean taking a moment when your plate is empty before you go grab more food and just just notice how full or satisfied you're feeling before you go and explore other good foods. The main point is this. Have fun. Go ahead and celebrate food. You don't have to be afraid of it. You don't have to uh, be worried about the next time that you're going to encounter delicious food in, in large quantities. But the next time that you have an opportunity to do so, really enjoy it. Really have fun by slowing down. When you do that, you will support your health and fitness goals and you'll also be creating positive memories with your family, with your friends, and with the food that's there. And you know, here's the really nice thing is the topic that we talked about today, slowing down, is actually a skill that you can and you should be working on developing all the time, every single day as you eat. So it's not just about a a trick or a hack that you're going to use once a year or once in a while to get through, you know, uh, a buffet situation. I mean, it will help you to do that, but it's a skill that is going to serve you day in and day out as you cultivate it. And it will support your health and your fitness goals big time. 